Chad Mendez was an all-around beast. The NCAA All-American wrestler quickly became a top featherweight prospect in MMA, and that momentum continued as a striker when he started finishing his opponents by knockout. This led to huge fights which includes his matchup with Conor McGregor at UFC 189. But as amazing as he sounds as a fighter, he was unable to capture any championships during his career. So how good was Chad Mendez actually? Hey guys, it's Keon and today we're going to talk about Chad Money Mendez. He is a fighter who gained a lot of attention with his fight against Conor McGregor who at this time was growing fast in popularity. And it also meant that many did not want Mendez to win the fight and stop the hype train, which he had a really good chance at due to his skill set. And we'll talk about all that in this video to understand how good he actually was. Before we get to it, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get early access to my videos, a shout out before each one, and video access to my recap and prediction shows, which is also also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The best part is that all the money from my Patreon goes to charity. So please become an undisputed or interim member as your contribution is going to help people who really need it. Now let's get to it. Chad Mendes began his MMA career in September of 2008 at the age of 23. Prior to making his debut, he was an NCAA Division I All-American wrestler. He made his transition into MMA by training with Team Alpha Male. Chad went 5-0 on the local circuit in Lemoore, California. In these fights, he showcased his elite level of wrestling by securing takedowns and throwing ground and pound. He also showed promise on the feet by knocking out Steven Seiler 44 seconds into the first round with a left hand. On March 6, 2010, Chad made his WC debut against the undefeated Eric Koch. Eric was a taller fighter with the longer reach, and that's why Chad immediately closed the distance and tried to secure a takedown, but Eric denied it and the two separated. Chad shot for it again, but to no success. And although he wasn't able to take the fight down, the attempts made it difficult for Eric to get any offense going. This led to a third attempt by Chad who was finally able to bring it down. And although Eric got back up for a moment and connected with some shots, Chad secured another takedown and stayed on top until the end of the round. In the second, Chad connected with the right hand but you could tell that his striking wasn't as developed in comparison to his wrestling. Eric rushed in with a barrage of punches but closing the distance so quickly made it easy for Chad to take him down. For the remainder of the round, Chad stayed on top and threw some elbows from the top but overall not much was happening. In the third, Eric came out strong by throwing strikes and looking for the finish. Chad got a hold of him and attempted a suplex but Eric was able to get out and throw a kick that had his knee connected Chad's face. A huge cut above his eye opened up but luckily he secured a takedown, but the ref stopped the fight for the doctors to check up on the cut. They continued and after Eric landed a nice head kick to the cut, the momentum changed really quick. He began to pick Chad apart on the feet but got taken down after attempting to throw a knee in the clinch. Although the fight got stood back up due to an accidental eye poke by Chad, he managed to take down Eric again and hold him down for the remainder of the round. Despite being close to losing the fight by doctor stoppage, Chad overcame the adversity and was awarded with the unanimous decision. A month later, Chad fought Anthony Morrison. After securing the takedown, Chad secured an arm and guillotine choke that forced Anthony to tap, making it the second and final submission win of his career. After this victory, he defeated Cub Swanson and Javier Vasquez by controlling both men with his wrestling. He even did a fun little flip onto Vasquez who was on his back. And overall, Chad's striking was much improved. On February 5th, 2011, he made his UFC debut after the WEC merged with the promotion. His opponent was Michihiro Omegawa. Mendez won all three rounds as he secured takedowns, threw ground and pound, and connected with some nice strikes on the feet, which included a knockdown. Chad won the fight by unanimous decision. At UFC 133, he fought submission specialist Ronnie Yaya. Despite Ronnie's skills on the ground, Chad took him down and controlled him with ease. He was also the aggressor on the feet. 
After three rounds, the judges gave him the unanimous decision. Chad's next fight was for the UFC featherweight title against champion Jose Aldo. The fight took place in Aldo's home country of Brazil. The two spent the majority of the first round feeling each other out on the feet. Chad attempted a few takedowns, but Jose denied them all. But there was a takedown attempt near the end of the round that got denied due to Aldo grabbing onto the cage. This led to Chad holding onto his back while throwing knees to his legs. But at the last seconds of the round, Jose escaped and connected with a left knee that knocked Chad down before he was finished with more punches. There was one second left in the round, which really makes that cage grab a huge difference maker had it not happened. Following his first pro loss, he finished out the year with back-to-back -back first round knockouts against Cody McKenzie and Yeltsin Meza. The win against McKenzie took 31 seconds, which is the fastest win in Chad's career. 2013 was an even better year as he defeated Darren Elkins in the first round with a right hand followed by punches on the ground. He followed this win with a third round finish against Clay Guida, a fight he dominated on the feet and on the ground before stopping Guida with punches. These two wins were very impressive considering how tough both men in fact, the stoppage against Clay was the first time he lost by punches. Chad ended the year with a decision win against Nick Lentz. He was close to finishing the fight, but credit to Nick for taking his best shots and surviving for the three rounds. This five-fight win streak gave Chad a second chance at the featherweight championship in a rematch against champion Jose Aldo. Once again, the fight took place in Brazil. But in contrast to the first, this one was a five-rounder that saw both men trade combos and rock each other on the feet. It was a fast-paced fight. Chad attempted takedowns, but most of them were denied. At the end of round one, Jose connected with a 1-2 combo after the bell which was very controversial. But so were Chad's eye pokes and nut shots. It was a very close fight but Jose was awarded the unanimous decision. And I agree due to his takedown defense, connecting with the better shots and the event being held in Brazil. Regardless, this fight has gone down as one of the best in UFC featherweight history. Chad came back 5 months later to fight Ricardo Lamas. He was back to his first round finishing ways by connecting with a big right hand that dropped Ricardo before throwing more punches on the ground that forced Dan Mergliata to step in. After this win, he stepped in on 10 days noticed to fight for the interim featherweight championship against Conor McGregor. Conor's original opponent was featherweight champ Jose Aldo, but Aldo pulled out and this gave Chad the opportunity to fight in one of the biggest events in UFC history. Because Conor McGregor was quickly becoming one of the biggest stars in the promotion, and featherweight fighters like Chad did not like how his popularity helped him rise in the rankings so quickly. So not only was there a good amount of animosity between the two prior to the fight, but many believe Chad posed as an even bigger threat than Aldo due to his elite level wrestling. And this proved to be the narrative early as Chad secured a takedown for a moment, but Connor got back up quickly. From there, McGregor began to throw punches and kicks to the body of Chad. But then Chad returned with shots of his own which led to another takedown. He connected with a big elbow that opened up a cut above Connor's eye and threw more punches on the way back up. McGregor continued throwing shots to the body and head, but Chad closed the round with another takedown and ground and pound. It was the most adversity Connor faced in the UFC fight. And although he came out strong with his striking, Chad took him down again and threw more shots from the top. This went on for most of round 2 and Connor protested for the fight to be stood up. But Herb Dean allowed the action to continue. Chad was in a very dominant position but decided to attempt a guillotine choke. Connor escaped and began to connect with his shots on the feet. Chad attempted another takedown but was visibly exhausted and unable to complete it. He got dropped with a 1-2 combo before getting finished by more punches. There was 3 seconds left in the round. Regardless of the loss, Chad got paid $500,000 for this fight. 5 months later, he fought former UFC lightweight champion Frankie Edgar. Although Chad looked good early with leg kicks, Frankie connected with a left hook that finished the fight in the first round. Many believe Chad came back way too soon after his fight with Conor McGregor which was one he took a lot of damage in. On June 10th, 2016, he got suspended for 2 years by USADA when he tested positive for a growth hormone release stimulator. Chad claims the cause was from a cream to treat his psoriasis. Regardless, he took full responsibility for not doing his homework on the product prior
prior to using it. In the meantime, he fought Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion Jeff Glover in a submission grappling match. Chad's wrestling background was enough for him to defeat Jeff by rear naked choke in overtime, which is very impressive and shows how difficult it is for him to be submitted. Two and a half years later, Chad came back and fought Miles Jury. Chad finished Miles in the first round by dropping him with a left hand, which led to more punches on the ground. At UFC 232, he fought Alexander Volkanovsky. Round one of this fight was a feeling out process that had Alexander as the aggressor by maintaining octagon control. But round two was a complete war. Chad connected with a right hand that hurt Alexander bad and this was followed with a left hand that dropped him. But Alexander survived and continued to press the action and connect with big shots of his own. And even when Chad took him down, he popped back up and the battle continued. With a minute left in the round, Alex connected with a body shot and a right hook that dropped Chad before the fight was finished with more punches on the ground. After this loss at the age of 34, Chad announced his retirement from the sport. So after going 18 and 5 in MMA, how good was Chad Mendes actually? He has to be on the list of greatest fighters to never win a championship. Chad entered MMA as an elite level wrestler who was able to dominate his competition with takedowns and ground and pound. That skill set was enough for him to go undefeated and fight for a UFC title. But then he switched up that career narrative and became one of the hardest hitting featherweights with his knockout finishes, making him a threat anywhere the fight went. He also had a tough chin and good submission defense. That's why only the very best were able to defeat him. And in all his losses, besides the Frankie Edgar one, which I also think he came back way too soon for. He had his opponents in trouble and did not make it an easy win for them. Looking back at that Volkanovski loss now is not as bad considering that he won the championship afterwards. But it was also a loss that put Chad further away from the belt and he seems like the type of fighter who's only motivated to stay in the game to be the best rather than just to fight and make paychecks. Because the money and attention from UFC 189 helped him start his own hunting and fishing company, which he is pursuing full time now and like I say for all fighters, if they can make money outside of fighting then I fully support that. Plus his YouTube channel is really cool and he has some awesome cooking videos that you guys should check out. As for MMA, I would give his career an 8.5 out of 10. The biggest what ifs in his career include what would have happened if Jose Aldo didn't grab the cage, what would have happened if he never attempted that guillotine choke against Conor McGregor, and what if he actually did finish Alexander Volkanovsky by knockout. These are all crucial moments that could have altered the fights and changed the narrative of his career. But he even says himself that although he thinks about these possibilities from time to time, he is happy the way everything played out. Regardless of not winning any belt, Chad Mendes was in some major fights that were pivotal to growing the featherweight division. My name is Keon and this is my take on how good Chad Mendes actually was. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you in my next one.